What started out as a WhatsApp group of friends spawned into a forum for debating and rating the films they saw. Then, one of them had an idea. Instead of typing their opinions, why not record them on a podcast? No Trailer Productions proudly presents Those Movie Review Guys. This podcast may contain spoilers. You talking to me? I will find you and I will kill you. To infinity and beyond. beyond. I am your father. James Bond. Here's Johnny. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Hasta la vista, baby. And here we go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Those Movie Review Guys podcast. Myself, Elliot, alongside the fabulous three. Giles. Omari. Kyle. You know the deal. Four guys love films, get together every other week at the present moment to talk about three big releases. And boy, we've got a show in store today. Looking forward to getting to that. But before we go any further... You know what, the energy's already uh, high. We've been told to keep the noise down because um, we're actually doing a midweek recording, which is interesting. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, so but if, it's, it's midweek at if, eight o'clock. If the show and it's Thursday. gets cancelled halfway, <laughs> halfway through, <laughs> just know those movie review guys have been booted out of the studio. We've been told to never come back and we're going to have to start recording it to via our telephone. But until then, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're available on all major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and YouTube under those movie review guys. And get in touch with us across social media as well. Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at TMRG Podcast. So lads, what's been going on? How how are you all? My week was boring again, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it's funny it's you say that. It's the life of a married man with a kid. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because um, this isn't my highlight of the week, but I've actually got something for you going off our conversation last week. So remind us all last week what your highlight was, or the last show, I should say, what your highlight was. <laughs> my highlight was Linda McCarthy Burgers. Okay. And we remember he was talking about, obviously, it's difficult as a mm-hmm. vegetarian or vegan? Vegetarian. Pescatarian is the correct term. I still eat fish. Okay. As a pescatarian, how difficult it is to go from a meat eater who loves burgers and that kind of thing to not have a solution? Well, you found your solution, but uh, one of our good friends, a mutual friend and a friend of the show, Mr. <laughs> Daniel Fuller, aka Uncle Fuller, <laughs> he uh, locked in and heard the show and he was laughing and he sent me a voice note. And uh, I, I hate to break this to you, Carl, but you're going to have to listen and hopefully this doesn't put you off too much. Yes, Wes, just listening to the podcast and listening to Carl talk about textures of food that he likes to eat <laughs> and then he found that Linda McCartney burger in Tesco. Nah, I've got a very, <laughs> I've got a very serious question that you need to ask him. Um, what was the packaging like? Because is it one of them packagings where you slide it off, you can like slide the packaging out or is it one where you have to open up the box? Wait, wait for it, because wait for it. I've seen some <laughs> where some people are going into Tesco's <laughs> and swap <laughs> Like, for example, like a meat lasagna <laughs> and um, a vegetable lasagna. You've got the slide-off packaging. <laughs> swapping them around. <laughs> but um, you need to confirm that because <laughs> he may be very... <laughs> 
So Kyle, my question to you, obviously coming off the back of a, a week that has not been that great, it might take yes. a turn even worse. The packaging of your vegetarian burger, was it slide or was it well, can I just uh, can I just rephrase the question? <laughs> Go for it. Coming off the back of the fact he really likes that Black Mirror episode, striking vipers. Carl, how much meat have you eaten this week? <laughs> <laughs> That's a the no answer to that question is zero. Okay, the but it came in a box. Okay, which was sealed. <laughs> so we're safe there. No meat for me. Okay, okay. Well, Fuller's <laughs> definitely got to hear that. So. It's good to know you've got someone covering your That's back. Looking That's looking out for me. Thank thing. you. I appreciate that. Fuller. That's the main thing. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink next time I see you. Um, actually, G. one of my, well, it's not really a highlight, but it was quite funny as a caveat to Carl and his, um, his pescatarian adventures. So I don't know why. I, I, well, I kind of know why. You know, sometimes you hear things and it is in your subconsciousness. So I was in the supermarket um, and I was like, oh, there's some corn grill steaks. Why am I looking at those? Why are they in the basket? Why have I paid for them? You know, anyway. I, I, oh, you actually bought them? Yeah, I did. And subconsciously, it was your fault. Interesting. Subconsciously, it was your fault. Anyway, uh, on Saturday after watching X-Men, um, I went home, prepared this wonderful salad, uh, red onion, tomatoes, cucumber, avocado, yeah, a bit of lemon juice and Sounds my good. corn grill steaks. <laughs> that was about 12.30. Five o'clock, I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to run to the toilet. Wow. I've got to run, I've got to run to the toilet. And it wasn't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking both ends. Like, finished. So yeah, uh, finished. Wow. Listen, um, I'm just going to eat red meat until I die, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, it you was, tried. I you did. Tried. And you, you tried. I, I haven't, the only thing I bought from corn is the mince. The mince is not bad. See, I, I have had corn mince in the mm. past, but yeah, it was, so that not really a highlight, but a, a memorable, a memorable, a memorable <laughs> moment memorable scene. Uh, in the week. Um, as a highlight would be, ah, uh, oh, a few days ago, um, I took some some of my pupils to a uh, football tournament, and yeah, we only went and won it, didn't we? Wait, so that that, well was, that was really good. That was really, 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 really good. So yeah, that was my highlight of the week. Excellent, excellent. Do you know what? I am not going to give a highlight from the week just past. I'm going to cheat a little bit. And my highlight is actually going to be tomorrow. Do you boys remember Crash Team Racing? CTR. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. They've done a remaster and it's dropping tonight, midnight. So I'm actually, sadly, some may say, excited about that. One of my favourite games of my childhood. Um, I've been reading about it for a while and I thought, okay, they're just going to do a complete just... Uh, he's laughing because I'm, I'm going to get get over to him in a sec. But I thought they're going to just do a remake, but it seems that they're going to actually make the game again. So add new levels, add more characters, and that kind of thing. So yeah, I do love the playing existing those stages. Roles. Are they still there? Why are you asking me that, mate? Because you know I've got to beat you again. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the rivalry. Who the best. A massive, strong. massive rivalry. Listen, going on yes. listen. I, see, I wasn't even going to tell you. I was just going to turn up at yours next week and a uh, PS4 in hand plug it in, put the controller down on your chair, See, I, load up the game and just look at you in your face. <laughs> See, if we're, but, you, know, you, you know when it comes to 
obviously I don't even I don't even mess with rebooted, remastered. I go old school retro. Yeah. SNES, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart. I'm throwing down the challenge to anyone. Anyone. N64, then we're playing. Nah, 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 nah. N64, then we're playing. Listen, damn millennial, we're talking about SNES. Yeah, we're talking about SNES. Wow. N64, millennial. I can't even pronounce SNES. Look, N64. SNES, it's S-NES. Oh, they didn't do phonics when you went to school, clearly. But yeah, anyone who wants to challenge me on that, I'd gladly. I sense a game night coming up at some point in the near future. Amari. Highlight of the week. So I don't have a highlight. But what he does have, do you want to introduce it or shall we? I have, I have homework. Give him the, the, the natural segue, Giles. So, uh, Amari, you, um, your task was after your, your, uh, your faux pas with the regard boo-boo. to, yeah, your boo-boo <laughs> with regard to um, the director of Robin Hood, who wasn't Guy Ritchie. Caveat: Everyone followed the, followed my faux pas, but carry on. Right. So, <laughs> your 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 penance, as it were, was to find some work of Otto Barhurst. Barhurst. Well, listen, you're the one who's been studying him for the last week, mate. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. And I've heard word in the street is he's actually going to be listening to this episode. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so, please and so me. make sure you get it right. Trust. So me. yeah. So you know, you you've um, your task was to was to review review one of his other films. When, when I say one of his other films, I mean his only other film. <laughs> Keyword is only because I was looking around and I kept on seeing. What he did do is that first ever episode of Black Mirror mm. with the Prime Minister. Oh, I love that episode. I know. It's one, it's, it's one of my favourite episodes ever of I Black Mirror. That, yeah. So, so I was like, oh, okay, you know what? He's done that. So there's hope. There's hope. Anyway, so I had to review, review the film called Margaret. Margaret. Not Margaret, Margaret. And um, the summary goes as this. Margot, do you mean? It could be Margot. Probably is Margot. Oh, I don't know. I don't speak that language. I speak English. Why are you changing the name for me? Anyway, the summary is, at the age of 40, Dame Margot Fontaine is considered to be past her best as a premier ballerina and Nitin Divus. So what was, what was that? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Please just repeat just, it. Okay. Niti Divus. Niti Divus. Okay. Please note, you can read this yourself. Is that, is that cool? I, I'm running with Nitty Devolus. I don't oh, know who that can, is can or I, what that is, but it I'm sounds like with. an illness. What, what, what is it? Basically, is reduced. So basically, there's primary ballerina, which is Margot. Yeah. And this Nitty lady, she's Nitty Devolu. She is the person that controls the royal ballet, and she's reducing her role, the primary ballerina as well, because she's forty. Obviously, gets to the age. Okay. Then basically, the exciting young Russian dancer Rudolf. Don't even try. No, come on. No, no, please try. <laughs> we, please need, try. We, we need... This is homework. <laughs> you, you're supposed to learn from this. No, Nuriyev. This is... This is Rudolf Nuriyev. I got it. This Rudolf, is where no, you... No, Nuriyev. That, that wasn't too bad. Nuriyev. That was very good. Nuriyev. This, this, but just to say, the homework is where you consolidate your learning. I had, listen, I've done past the consolidation. I watched the film. Good. And I got a review. Good. A recent defector to the West comes into her life and her bed. And revitalizes her career. Okay. Oh, wow. wonder what's going on here. Frederick... Ashton creates a new ballet for them and they become the golden couple of the ballet world. As you do. Interesting. However, Margot is married to Roberto Tito Arias, a Panamanian politician of dubious repute who is n- not sympathetic to her calling. Did you mean repute? I, I know what I said. <laughs> sympathetic, <laughs> you mean. Okay, so there's many people doing my voiceover and I've got something right now. 
You see, like, listen, we're helping. Never, never, you're, making we're me, helping. you're making me read out loud like I was five years never old. Mind, <laughs> never mind. I'm using big words. Never mind the foreign words. You can't even get the English words correct. What is going on? It sounds like a good plot. Let's not. I haven't even finished. No, it gets important now. Yeah. Right. So the Panamanian. That's what I'm saying. It politician of dubious re- repute yep. who is sympathetic, who's, who's not sympathetic <laughs> to her calling, and is properly faithless <laughs> when he is shot and paralyzed for life. Margot must carry on dancing well into her 60s in order to pay for the costly treatment. <laughs> Though she collaborates with Rudolph, an occasional ballet. Good Carl's face. Okay, <laughs> can I just say though, that, was that actually interested me? I was interested to that. All right, so. Uh, this is the Reba. Think of imagine, imagine watching Save the Last Dance and seeing them do the ballet. Because yep. I know a lot of people watch that when they were younger. Yep. So, and had the little love story. So she was done, but she wanted, she was bored. And then she was like, she was getting kicked off her job. Then I was watching it for the first 15, 20 minutes. I was a bit bored. And then I saw them dance. I don't really like ballet. Mm. But you know when you watch it, you're like, oh, it looks kind of, there's some sort of romance and there's chemistry and there's energy between it. So that was interesting me. And then, obviously, but it, before that point, the, her husband is basically a fraudster, con, posing as a politician. Man, yeah, yeah, but you know how those old school ones do it. And then he got caught in the bar of the wrong person. Anywho's, we're going through the story. They're having a little love triangle, but it's not a triangle; it's a square because he's doing his own thing on the side. Then he gets shot, and then you see the depression and stress going through her life because when he gets shot, she's going through her best phase. Yeah, like she's like she literally just doing. Look how great I am! I got a new new young little side thing yeah and i kind of you can see the, the the transaction between her being happy with the young guy doing the dance to him being and to him, the complete and, opposite and okay. obviously and he's paralyzed and she's still working and she starts to do the injections that you can see them taking their foot because obviously you're allowed to take injections in certain in certain fields to enhance your mm. performance and um i was just like it, it showed her as a very strong woman to go through that scenario so from that aspect as a film, I wasn't really entertained because I'm not really going to watch ballet. The only time I'm going to watch ballet was Black Swan. You know. And Save the Last Dance. Top film. Yeah, and obviously Save the Last Dance, as I mentioned. But in terms of, I can understand why, because, so Otto then got, so after this, then he got the Black Mirror skin. And I can see why, because there's some interesting film angles mm. and you can actually catch his, your emotion while you're watching it. Interesting. So I can get where he was classed as Britain's most exciting young director. And I can get why he and got and that then title. what happened? What do you mean what happened? What happened? He was Britain. Oh, Otto. Yeah. Uh, he made Robin Hood, then he just... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all that story. He hasn't made a film since Robin Hood. No, no. no so, so this was 2009. Then he made all these little episodes. He's done all these episodes Peaky of Peaky Blinders, Blinders and TV. stuff. Yeah, he's done loads of TV stuff. And then his first shot of making a film of any stature was Robin Hood, which was... Which was a film of no stature. <sighs> he failed so bad. Oh, so but good. clearly it was good enough for us to, for you to believe that it was a Guy Ritchie film. And do you know what? Based on your review, I'd say I'd watch that. I thought that was a pretty good rendition. So <laughs> thank you very much. How much stars did you give it? Two. Because two stars. Yeah. Two stars. I wasn't, really, oh. I wasn't really interested in the film, but it was. I can understand how he got his break. You have to be that kind of level of that sort of film okay. to want to watch it more. So, Margot, for, for ballet listeners, two stars. <laughs> <laughs> but as film critics, you'd say worth a watch, but just not the most informative. Not for me, but films. it's worth to watch. But, oh, wait a second. All right, cool. Yeah, carry on. Well, the perfect segue of 
worth the watch. Let's get into today's films. Men in Black International is going to be number two. You can hear the tone in my voice is dropping already. We're going to end the show on late night, but we're going to start with which what I believe to be a very clear cut rating of X-Men, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to compose myself through this, so bear with me. Released June the 4th, 2019, directed by Simon Kinberg. We've got Sophie Turner as Jean Grey, James McAvoy as Professor X, Michael Fassbender as Magneto and Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. During a life-threatening rescue mission in space, Jean is hit by a cosmic force that transform, transforms her into one of the most powerful mutants of all. Wrestling with this increasingly unstable power as well as her own personal demons, Jean spirals out of control, tearing the X-Men family apart and threatening to destroy the very fabric of our planet. The film is the most intense and emotional X-Men movie ever made. It's the culmination of 20 years of X-Men movies as the family of mutants that we've come to know and love must face their most devastating enemy, one of their own. So for the first time today, Giles, Kyle, Amari. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hey. No. No. Nope. No. Let's carry on going the same route. Kyle, the table is yours. Yeah, so I wasn't entertained at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we gathered that, Kyle. <laughs> the tone of your voice, mate. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed with this film. Um, I thought the plot was very thin. Nothing really happens. There was the a film. plot? <laughs> there was. No, I completely was agree. Was there a plot? Yeah, there I was. I completely agree. What was the plot? They go to space to save humans, save human, hit with, hit with light, come back, have power, film done <laughs> that, that was the plot yeah, to, to be honest yeah I've, I've summarised the plot in not too many more words than that to be fair so instead of instead of put hit by light you probably put solar flare <laughs> just, no. to, just to be a bit more specific but it wasn't a solar flare it was light I, I can't remember what it was um, it was a very forgettable film yeah <laughs> very forgettable yeah um, again because Captain Marvel has come out not too long ago it was a similar sort of she was hit by some sort of force and then yeah. she's transformed. So I thought the timing was a bit off from that perspective as well. But overall, it was just very underwhelming. I wasn't emotionally invested in any of the characters. Um, I thought most of the actors done a very lazy job. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't seem to be interested. Mm -hmm. And the character, I, I didn't actually like the portrayal of Professor X in this. I thought... Was that because, because I've written here, there was an interesting connotation, I think, when Mystique is talking to Beast and she says, what do you think the X in X-Men stands for? And yeah. I got this sort of, Charles has become egotistical, which we haven't yeah. really seen in any of the films. See, up that's, exactly. that's not entirely true, though, because the X in X-Men stands for the X gene, which makes the mutants. Yeah. But the way that it was, because I, I didn't I mean, know I, I know they tried to imply that. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they, they built him up, because I've, I've put about, I've put here in, about Professor X's ego, which was, yeah. considering this is what, the third film that he's played? Four yes. Film. Four. Four, yeah. four yeah, films he's played the same character. Um, yeah. James. Yeah. Yeah. First it's, Class, Days of Future. Yeah, four. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah Apocalypse yeah. in this, this yeah. Is, like, it, they almost like they kind of said to him, right, when you're playing Professor X in this film, we want you to play it as this, this like this, this Me wheelchair-bound Vince McMahon. Coming off that, did any of you cl clock his voice? He sounded different in this. He sounded, and, and going off what really? you just said, he sounded more like a bit more, there was a bit more bravado. Because we know that he speaks pretty well and he's yeah. quite quirky yeah. and he's got those quips in um, 
let's say one to three first class to apocalypse mm. but this I picked up on his voice I was like I haven't really heard Professor X sound like this if you go back and watch it yeah, which I know ter- you won't in terms of I'm not his, his tone and yeah because they were definitely going for that angle that he is a bit egotistical yeah. which yeah. I thought was quite interesting I don't think they explored it enough but that's one of the few things I actually liked about the film I'm going to go just, in just, just to stay with uh, how people spoke yeah Storm yeah, I've got her on my notes. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're not talking about what? that. No, we're not. No, because I, I, I know, I, 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 know yeah. I know what Amari's going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah. going to talk about Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. You see them? See that? You see that foreign fake crap that they tried to push Mate. down my throat? Ah, oh, what was? <sighs> but but even, even that storm, like. Oh. But even outside Berry, of her accent, if you're making another John Wick film, just like yeah. It, it, it was it was forced, oh. like a lo- but a lot of the elements in this I feel forced. That didn't really get to me as much as some of the other issues with this film did because I can things like accents and that I can just no, but it, no, wasn't, it wasn't just the accent. It was the delivery of the. She was given horrible lines to be mm. fair, hardly but, any lines. Yeah, yeah. but even the few lines she did have were just horrible, mm. horrible. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. In so, so to say to flip that side of discussion. I thought out of all of them, and I'm a bit biased because I love him as an actor, but I thought Fassbender done the best performance in this. I agree. That's all, that was my that was my I, main point I from disagree. watching it. I no, disagree. no, because I disagree I, as well. I thought I saw that, I saw I be, I didn't be, I believe the emotion of his role. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, obviously I know he was acting it, and I feel like it might have been a chore for him. But at least when he was doing <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> the whole film was a chore. But he looked like <laughs> a chore for all of us to watch. He looked like oh yeah. Okay. No, I, I didn't get that from him I, this time. Uh, well, I got it. No, I got it from two parts. Firstly, when you're trying to protect his little mutant village, mm-hmm. when Gene Gay came along and had helicopters, and secondly, when he was like, "I want to kill you." That, kind that of. village, that I believe that place is called Genosha. Oh yeah. Genosha. Or it was meant to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Sorry. No, no, no. It's yeah. fine. The other thing, the other thing I disliked though about the film greatly is that I remember watching the comics. Well, not watching the comics, but you know it was on TV animated. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, one of the best uh, animations. In fact, right, you know what? Right. So, the if I remember the whole Phoenix saga correctly, tell me if I'm wrong. The group that basically persuaded Gene to join her, there was a guy, and yeah. I was, and, yeah, was, and, and then that one, that one little thing. That's the one thing that stood out for me as the most disappointing change. Listen, mm. because I, that part. Was the, it was because she fell in love with him and then wanted to be with him and that's why she became who she. Well, let's let's go into the storyline more because I think ultimately one of the things that spoiled this film is the storyline. I felt that for an X Men film, from going from let's talk about the sort of newer ones from First Class to now, each film has had a very clear cut, precise, and well executed storyline. Apocalypse can be mm, a bit subjective, not all of them, but me personally, yeah. I think First Class was outstanding. Five stars, Days of Future Past five stars as well it was very clear cut Apocalypse <sighs> I think they watered down but it was still we had a start middle and an end this I spent most of the film being confused I didn't know what was going on I didn't understand why certain things were happening and we're going to get into the villains in a minute because even now I still don't understand who these aliens or what these aliens were <sighs> well, but on storyline Giles go just how you thought about the when you read it, well watched it on the in, in on the TV show and that this kind of felt like I I, I slightly remember it from um from the comics back then. Uh, but this kind of felt like, it was like a, this is your second opportunity to do the Dark Phoenix storyline. Because you, you tried it in <laughs> X-Men Last Stand. <laughs> we're, ne- we're never talking and about the less that. said about that, the better. So this is like your second chance mm. to, to redo this. 
and you dropped the ball again. This was this. Bro, this they was, didn't even pick the ball up. They no, they, they didn't even turn up to the gym. They picked up a brick and That's tried it. to play football with it. it nah, like it, it, nah, it just did nah. not make sense. I, I put it down. It was like a dark phoenix light, but I can't even. I can't but, even give it the accolade but I, I, without I thought, anything. Yeah, it was. It was. Ah, oh, it was. Oh, completely, oh. completely flat. But what I would say. Okay, so I know that the, that fight scene was going like it's a Transformers two fight scene going on for the last hour of the film. The but train scene, yeah, not not that train scene. I mean the whole fight because the whole fight started. Okay, yeah, when yeah. it was outside the house, the house time. yeah. But I like that scene where there was that that little combination of Storm fighting the guy with the spike. I don't know his name. The tentacle spikes. When Jean Grey's in the building, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dread, the, 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 the dread looking guy, the dread looking guy, and and obviously you have Beast, and then you have um, Cyclops. We call him Angry Dread. <laughs> when them that was fighting, I thought that was actually filmed really well. I thought that was for me. That was one of the better parts of the whole scene. Definitely. Uh, Everything else was just a bit of a mare, but that it made sense to me. I just just like the fact that you know he said Captain Marvel. I was yeah. just thinking of watching another reborn film, like the Captain Marvel film. Like I was like, what are you doing to these? What are you doing to these women? This woman is supposed to be the, the strongest woman ever known to man in your yep. in your yep. in Didn't. your franchise, and you're just doing this. This Didn't. 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 And I want to pick up on that in terms of another small bit, but was big to me. Why would Magneto even try? And kill her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when, he, when he but, saw the power from when she came to where he was, but, that should have been enough for him to be that. I, I don't want this fight. Can I just say on that subject, a funny moment for me because you know I've got a specific. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I've got it written down. When he was having that fight, where he was trying to stabilize the helicopter, and he had to go from one hand to two hands, and, and he like, was looking at her like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Is going on? That was hilarious. I also found Fassbender hilarious again. I felt a bit sorry for him that they've given such a poor storyline for him to play this character in because the character of Magneto is brilliant, arguably one of the best characters. He just felt like a bolt on. Yes, he didn't need he to be in like, this film. He just felt like, oh, do you know what? Oh, who do we? Oh, we we'll put we'll put Magneto yeah. in. Yeah, just for the sake of putting Magneto in, like yeah. fan it, service. It, yeah, yeah, it, it basically was because he can't do Wolverine now because he's obviously dead. So they thought, well, it, we have we have to have really, certain people they in. Really needed to keep it they going. Really needed Wolverine to take me for this one. He, he did have a good line. He said. Um, when he's, when he first sees Charles and he's like, "You're always sorry," and then there's always a speech. There's always a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Great I did line. like that line. But that's something else I picked up on. One thing I love about these X Men films: the chemistry between um, McAv- was it McAvoy, James McAvoy, McAvoy. James McAvoy, and Fassbender. The the friendship because obviously the story of Professor X and Magneto is brilliant, mm-hmm. and they always really seem to bring it through in their scenes together. Mm. It was lacking in this. They're one. very lacking. Until, lacking until the end. If you stay mm. for the, <laughs> look at your, the, the chest, the chest, the chest game, bit was but, a good scene. That was, yeah, but I know the end. That's the last. That's the last twenty seconds. Yeah, but that way it was. It was one of the best scenes. It's a long movie. It's one of the best scenes in the movie, though. The other thing I wanted to touch on, I thought for an X Men film, CGI in this was poor. I was very disappointed for the, the, for the most part. I mm. did think there were. So I like the way they do Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. And Nightcrawler, just in terms of when. Oh, uh, no, yeah. no, no. I love the way like that it? is. No, really? No. That, that Somebody feed that actor who played Nightcrawler. He was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what was. I, like, I, I, I thought no, not the actual actor, but in terms of the CGI when he, when used he when transports. he transports. Yeah, no, no, that was good. I mean, it's to be fair. It's always been done good. Yeah, it has. Like from, from 2000. X2, so, yeah. yeah, it's true. Because I mean, they're claiming 20 years, it's 19 years. But, but <laughs> who's counting? Who's, who's, who's counting? What's a year between yeah, the yeah, multi-million dollar company? <laughs> um, yeah, just, 
yeah, so that bit, yeah, absolutely. The, the CGI and that was, was done, but the, the, the guy who played him, like... I you know, see, I, I think he plays the part well, because I think, I don't I, know the... I, I found him relatable also when he was talking with the black guy, like, my son loves you, my son looks up to you, and he tried to save him. I thought that was a nice little touching moment. Mm, he, had, mm. he had little things about it. I, I get it, he was a scrawny guy. But when I think about, when you think about when you're watching the programme, you always look scrawny. Yeah. yeah. So you know, maybe maybe mm. it's because going back to the, the previous actors that have played Nightcrawler and just how aesthetically how this one looked mm. compared to the others. This mm. one just looked like he was... But remember, he's a child or he's a, a young yeah, adult in these ones. Yeah, he's yeah. like a 21, 23-year-old yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, because they've all obviously... They're all he young. still needs to be fed though. Oh, he, he needs to get on his line around for some corn, isn't yeah, it? Some or, corn or, or some <laughs> Linda, Linda McCartney burgers <laughs> slash. <laughs> he, was, he was interested in Mystique's change in towards, not a change, because you, to be fair, you saw it in the, the couple's, couple episodes before, or films before, mm. her feeling towards Charles was, mm. you could see her distance changing. I thought that was, for, for Fred, the, well, that, for that her was, to get there, that was nice to see. It was nice to see that was some sort of character development. She got to the point where, mm. all right, I've had enough. He do, he's, he's not doing this for us. He's doing mm. this for himself. Maybe we should go and just do our thing new. Well, again, this is one of the major problems with this film because the storyline was so rubbish. They had so many good characters in this film to really build another great instalment. Mystique alone, I haven't even touched on it, but I don't even want to because I just thought the way they just <laughs> gave her a dismissal was ridiculous. <laughs> this is one of the biggest characters of the you. franchise. And look how they just literally but here that, today. That tells you everything. Jennifer Lawrence wasn't interested. She was done, in it? Yeah, she's actually she wasn't done. interested yeah, in this she'd film. She's been playing the character for 19 years. It's true, isn't it? It's, I see. Yeah. I, and she's actually going on a break forget. from acting, I was reading. Oh, oh after playing yeah. the same blue character for 19 years. <laughs> Avatar's coming out next yeah. week. <laughs> um, just have... stay in makeup, Jennifer. Just stay in makeup. <laughs> All right, lads. I know this is going to be difficult, but do we have any favourite scenes? Uh, Cole? I do. Um, I like the fight scene on the train, specifically yeah. Let me just uh, I'll drop one of these because that's my favourite one as well. Yeah. So we can double uh, to uh, Anyone uh, else got the train scene? No, so just me and you. Yeah, no, I, yeah, probably because struggling. To <laughs> no, no, my my favorite fight scene was prior to that. Wasn't that cool? It was more when Beast. It was more Beast and Cyclops fighting because I was like, oh, so these two now hate each other, kind of, and he's trying to save her and trying to save her. Yeah. And then I see all these guys, these police guys, just come and take them all. Like, ah, you're all my friends now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a nice little. Okay, so they do have powers against them. There were a couple things in the train scene that killed me. Um, I don't know who, what, I'm not even going to get into the topic of discussion on what the um, the villains in Let's this call were. them aliens. We're That's just going to call them aliens. Aliens. aliens is the yeah. easy option whenever people can't be bothered to come up with good villains. But the uh, the black guy who played the, uh, whatever alien he was. His face. Two he, things, about, well, three things about me killed him. One, his face was hilarious. Two, did you see when he ran through the train? The yeah. way he was running yeah, was yeah, just yeah. completely weird. And then three, the way uh, Magneto dismissed him yeah, I thought just, was yeah, squashed, yeah, yeah, yeah. squashed the train. I thought that was cool. I, I did like that as well. Those, those, uh, those aliens were annoying. Like when, what have I written here? So when they posed as the the alien FBI, yeah, yeah. When they go to Jean Grey's dad's house, right. mum and dad's house. Yeah, we need to know what you know. Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna kill you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you no. don't tell me anything. I'm just gonna kill. Like, what was the point? It, the the whole villain. No what, what, what was cheap, the point? Cheap, completely, just just poor. Just, you know, in for want of a better word, and, I, and now, you know, this has become one of the top words we use here on TMRG, but the only way I can describe those aliens was rubbish. Plain and simple, <laughs> that's all it was. It was rubbish. That's what it was. I think Jessica Chastain 
that was probably the most disappointing thing about the whole film. She's a quality actress. Mm. The fact she was, yeah, no, no, was. No, she, she hasn't she, done she, anything. She, no, no, she's done that. She got downgraded. Yeah, well, to, was I'm to, gonna give her at least one other chance, but I'm just surprised that she signed up <laughs> to play that role. Well, it's, it's the role of a nobody. She has no lines. Mm. There's no substance to the villain. Mm. They're just walking around. Mm. You don't really know their purpose. Can't buy into the, the story. End. Anything. They're not menacing. That was yeah, disgraceful, disgraceful. Well, you know what that bell sounds. And before we go any further, because I I know where this is going. I think it's only right I drop one of these. In fact, I might even drop two. How do you want to start your star rating? <laughs> well, as again, I was incredibly disappointed. I think it's the second worst instalment in the franchise. What was your first? Just out of uh, interest. The third last stand, last stand. The last stand. That was the worst. Yeah. This and it's funny how they're both the same story. Um and they're both the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they struggle so much with her. I really don't get it. Like, the, the same story but not the same story. Yeah, uh, I don't know. One um, of the biggest stories to anyway, anyway. I thought all of the actors involved should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Half-hearted performances, <laughs> disengaged. Um, it could have been because of the script, but that's still not an excuse. I liked Quicksilver and Nightcrawler, uh, but they weren't in enough scenes. Emotionally, it, I just had no reason to care. The villains <laughs> never felt like they posed any real threat. <laughs> wow. Hey, X-Men's getting put to bed tonight, you know. Um, the plot needed a bit more fleshing out. It is essentially, as Amari said, Jean Grey gets hit with a blast, finds out about her childhood, goes crazy. Aliens try to steal the power. They fail. The end. Um, <laughs> even, do you know what? Even that bit about her finding out about her, about yeah. her childhood, she knew where to go to find her dad. Why didn't she go before? Like, there's too there's, many holes. There's, there's, like, too, there's, many, too, many there's holes. too many holes. Why didn't she go and... Tr- she just knew... Ex- even... And that... Oh, she kept on flying off everywhere. I actually, I'm, I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna kill my friend. I'm just gonna off. fly. I mean, the Superman power. Yeah, just, I, I, just I, gonna I, fly. I, I, off. She liked the way she was moving when oh, she. I, I flew. don't understand no, no, what's no, going. No, on. I'm just gonna fly off. Just, that's all she did. Just fly nah, off everywhere. Nah. Uh, as I said, the only thing I did like, which I would like them to do, a solo film on Professor X, but more of like a drama to see. Leave how it, his ego. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that would be quite, quite good if it's that side of Professor X where it's about his ego and exploring him person I think that would be quite good but unfortunately they didn't do that I did like some of the action scenes so just on that base I'm going to give it two because of the action scenes two stars Amari see when I was watching this film I was thinking how do I rate this do I do I do I do I decrease value just because Sansa is just doing too much nonsense and too much stiff behavior? Like, do you mm, lose? She is unwatchful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, do you lose? Do you literally lose star ratings because she was so poor? Mm. But then I was thinking about, is it her fault that she's poor? Then I remember getting my friends and I was like, ah, oh, maybe she can. Can she act? No, but that's that's why she's on watch because I've seen you in Game of Thrones, but you played one character for nine years so you've perfected that but now <laughs> this is the first time I'm seeing you outside of that and it's not looking good it's not no it's not because I was even thinking that from 
apocalypse. And the thing is as well, oh, like obviously I'm not an actor, so I can't, you know, I don't know anything about the, the, the acting process of how you star as a character, whatever. But you know the history of this character. You know this franchise, when it comes to this specific character, is not in the best position. This is your chance to really bring this to life. Put your spin on it. Take this some, speak to the, the director, the producer, say we really need to... You did nothing. You did nothing. So based on that, and maybe that just that alone, her poor performance. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be generous and give it a one star. One star from Murray. Giles. Right. Um, so, bit of a backstory to, to, to X-Men, because originally it was slated for a November 2018 release, then was pushed back to a February 2019 release, and then finally got released in June. Um, when I was watching the film, I felt like, by the end of it, I felt like I'd watched two films that were stuck together. Like the first half was just budget and just, it was just, it was just rehash. It was, it was nonsense. The second half, um, I felt got better. And that was because of the fight scenes and the fight scenes alone. Mm. The fight scenes were yeah. quite intense. They were, they were, they were of a very quality. well, they yeah. were very well filmed, yeah. um, choreographed and all the rest of it. Yeah. But that's not enough. That, that's not enough. You can't, you know, you can't have... You can't have just what was the what was the film what, what, over two hours, uh, just over I think yeah. Yeah. So you can't have an hour and ten minutes of dross, just absolute dross, and then I oh, will just have a, some some major fight scenes and then we'll do them quite quite well. Um, I know they there was loads of reshoots. There was loads of loads yeah, of reshoots. Yeah, I, I heard a lot about and this that, as well. And, and that's that for never me, a good sign. No, that 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 for me was kind of you could it was so obvious, you know. Um, it's going to get two stars from me. Two stars, it's, yeah. It's, it's going to get two stars from me. And, and I, I can't even, yeah, it's not going to get two stars. And probably I'm just thankful that, cheers for the last 19 years, but all the best now. Leave it alone. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that mm. it's, you know, that was, is it Fox? That was a Fox. Fox, yeah. So mm. I'm so glad that they're not, you know, they've signed up, they've done the right thing. You know, mm. Can we give a clap to Fox? For, it's for, true. For, no, it's for, true. For, for, for signing us. over. They, they, they did do some good films. They did, yeah. but, yeah. but it's, you know, Marvel's, of, they've, they've just, they're, it's a different level. Mm. And the fact that all of these, these, uh, these Marvel films, it's, it's so odd to watch them and see the different quality in them, knowing that, the source material, the comics, they would all appear in each other's different comic and mm -hmm. the level of comic was 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 of one level. Mm -hmm. But to just see them done by different studios, just do the right thing, get all the characters in, in one studio, mm. let the people who know how to do them, mm. do them. Do and, them. And just leave it alone. Mm. You know, otherwise, what are we going to do? Bring back Howard the Duck. It's this. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Don't be surprised, bro. Don't be surprised. Does that yeah, mean? Well, you saw him in. Uh, yeah, he, yes. he did make an appearance. Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. But, but does that mean if you see a if you see like a Fantastic Four coming out? Oh, I'm the... not watching it. No. <laughs> nah, Listen, even 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 if it's badly. under Marvel. Oh, under Marvel. Under Marvel. Yeah, different. that's what I'm asking. Even under, if it's under, because obviously that's the one that they've messed up the most. Listen. So don't that's... even get don't even get me started on the last reboot. Michael B. Jordan. Listen, me. Listen. Me. Charles. Charles is looking at. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> don't even get me started. 
I can remember going in to watch that. Just a quick story there. I remember going in to watch that and it was, it was just, it was obviously a rubbish film from the get-go. You had The Thing asking for help. What? You're The Thing? Just, just clobber in time. What do you mean? What are you asking for help for? So, yeah. And I remember just like laughing and just in disgust at the whole thing. And I remember this guy. Yeah, it was bad. The guy in front of me, like, turning around, looking around at me, like, oh, what are you making noise? Uh, so I just, like, looked at him, bruv. I just said to him, bruv, this is, this is shit. Just <laughs> stop, don't talk to me. The film if you is in, dead. Like, it's, it's dead. It's, yeah. it's dead. Yeah. But yeah, it's... All right, so I guess it's up to me to bring the uh, rating up, yeah? Well, I'm going to start my rating with this. I'm sorry to say... There's, the blame can be shared, but for me, the director always plays a major part in how these films are brought to us as consumers. Simon Kinberg, for me, he su successfully killed the franchise. Performances were all bog standard. Nothing stood out. Um, I've said it already once and I'll say it again. The only way to really describe the performances were... Rubbish. The way they told the story was completely just, there was no story to even use the word story. Talking about the film is an insult to the word story. Another thing that really got, got to me and knocked me was that one thing about X-Men I've always loved from X-Men 1 to now was seeing the addition of new mutants. What mutants are they going to bring out of the comic? How are they going to portray them on the silver screen? And correct me if I'm wrong, but there was crazy dread guy and somewhat of a psychic who I can only believe had some sort of interest, love interest, hashtag love interest <laughs> in Magneto. Other than that, I, I would have to go on um, Wikipedia or open my Marvel encyclopedia to find out who they were. And for me, that is poor. One of the things X-Men always does is introduces new mutants in a way which is exciting. Wait, mm -hmm. you know who I think this woman was supposed to be? Do you remember Jada Pinkett Smith when she played the one that I can sense new abilities or some uh, mutants abilities? In, in the number three that we don't talk about. Last stand. Yeah, I thought that she must have been her, kind of. I'm gonna maybe. Hmm. You might be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if she had the mind blocking power, but she could she definitely had some sort of some sort of psychic, psychic ability. Yeah, but you might be right about so, that. So, but I just thought about that now. So, go on. I'm gonna tentatively put something out there mm. about the introduction of new mutants. Okay. Go back to the scene, the the, the stupid scene where. Um, Mystique died. Yes. And there was, there was like in a little like, there was like a load of houses, weren't there? Yes. Mm -hmm. In the background, there was a truck. I don't know if anyone else clocked this. I, I clocked it. There was, a, there was a truck that said Bishop's Power. Now, obviously, if you know X-Men, there's yeah. obviously, and, uh, hang on, I think, I think it was called, I think it was called Bishop Power. Yeah. I've written it down somewhere. But I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, are they teasing something? He's been in one of them already, though. He's been though. in two, or in two, yeah. reboot two. Days, yeah. of, days of Future. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. Briefly. Yeah. 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 They they did throw something else in. I don't know if anyone else clocked Go this to. on the train. Yeah. They had Mutant Control Unit. Yeah. MCU. MCU. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did see that. And they were obviously taking them to the MCU. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Uh, to me, that's a purposeful well, nod. You, man, yeah. are clued up. I love this. <laughs> listen, listen. When, when, when the film's that bad, you, you have, have to make your own entertainment. You have to start it? looking for these... Yeah you know, these so-called Easter eggs, you know? And I, I think the final thing to say was, um, like you were talking about, there was a lot of rigmarole leading up to the mm. release. Mm. After watching the film, it's like, you know, when you watch a film now, because we don't talk, we don't look at anything, it's like you feel liberated. Now I can go and Google it and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I went and looked and 
everyone and their dog is saying that, yeah, this film is poor, really done really badly at the box office. Mm. And it really isn't hard to see why. Um, I'm very disappointed. I think, to be honest, I'm going to side with you, Giles, and say as much as I'm an X-Men fan, Apocalypse was on the wall for me. I took what I could out of it and ran with it, but this has just pushed me off. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, so I'm also going to give it one star, which brings the TMRG star rating <laughs> of X-Men Dark Phoenix. One star rating. Terrible. Just a quick point. A lot of you said you were disappointed. Mm. But why did you expect more? Because I'm a fan. Simple and as that. I... For me, First Class is four stars. Days of Future Past is five stars. Apocalypse went down to three, but three stars is still a good film. So I had a bit more faith in it. I, obviously, I didn't know about all the reshoots and stuff like that, but based on their reboot of the X series... There's, I, there's it, more yeah. better films than poor. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just thought I didn't have expectation just because of Jean Grey, who's, who was playing Jean Grey, mm. that automatically downplayed it, so... Well, it's dead and buried now. We're never going to talk about Dark Phoenix again. So moving swiftly. No, no, on. hold on a sec. Hold oh, on. You're me. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I've had enough. I want to go home. I just, I just. <laughs> no. So I just, want to, I just want to say one thing. And maybe it was something Wait, I picked up on. You got a question? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> now, was it just me or did all they do was drink loads and loads of alcohol? They just seem to be half drunk all the time. You, can you men answer that? Professor X was definitely, he was definitely was, doing he was, he, was, he had either a whiskey in his hand or... They were always drinking. Like, I, 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 again, <laughs> went over my head. Went over my head. But now I think about it, obviously, yeah. But maybe that was just a tie into his sort of egotistical sort of prowess about, oh, I'm this guy. And it was just that. something you, I hadn't seen in any of the any of the previous films where they did. Yeah, well, you're never going to see it again. So good, anyway. yeah. Good. On. <laughs> so, film number two. Ah, I feel refreshed. I got that off my back. Liberation. Number two. Should have been called X-Men Liberation, Can we actually. Stop talking? <laughs> listen, listen. After I play this sound, yeah, we're never going to talk about, about Dark Phoenix ever again. It's done. Moving swiftly on. Men in Black International is the second film we're going to review today, released on June the 11th, 2019, directed by F. Gary Gray. We have Chris Hemsworth as Agent H, Tessa Thompson as Agent M, Rafe Spall as Agent X, and Rebecca Ferguson as Reva Stavros. So the Men in Black have expanded to cover the globe, but so have the villains of the universe. To keep everyone safe, decorated Agent H and determined rookie M join forces, an unlikely pairing that might just work. When aliens that can take the form of any human arrive on Earth, H&M embark on a globetrotting adventure to save the agency and ultimately the world from their mischievous plans. Giles, Carl, Amari. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hey. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh -huh. Wow. No, you go first. You no. need to go first. You, what? Yeah. You, how dare you? You okay. go first. I'm, I'm actually shocked. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, wait. The, the same the same men in black we used to watch when we were young and you said no, that. No, no, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. As much as I was entertained, I was very, very mildly entertained. And I say I would say a large part of that entertainment came from nostalgia, to be honest with you. Um all right, let's get into it. I thought this was from the get-go, it was very goofy. So 
I didn't watch, well, I'll give you a little backstory first. Obviously, we grew up on Men in Black 1, Men in Black mm-hmm. 2, got the box set at home. Shout out to my dad because the day he brought it home, I was so excited and it's in a silver package and it was just really cool. So anyway, didn't watch Men in Black 3, but you know how these TV um, channels do. So obviously, with the release of International, I think Men in Black 3 was on TV recently. I went to my mum and dad's at the weekend and I saw it was on, so I was loosely watching it. But I caught the vibe and the vibe looked very similar to this one. So... For me, I, I haven't watched it. I can only go by what I've seen, hopefully. But if you've seen it, you can put me right on that. The tone of the film was very removed from number one. And I'm always going to talk about number one because that's my favourite and the whole nostalgia and that kind of thing. But I didn't think it was it was bad. I didn't think the film was bad. I thought it was, it was okay. There were parts of it which I felt, yeah, this is light entertainment. Again, it's one of these films that maybe is more aimed at children. So as an adult, I can only take certain things. Although I did find there was a lot of adult humour in there, which I was able to engage with. Um, I really liked uh, Liam Neeson in this. I think he didn't play a major part, but I like him. Wait, are you joking? I'm, de- I'm dead serious. This is why. I'm, I'm dead serious. No, just don't. Let him continue, please. I'm dead serious. I want to hear the lies. Because Liam Neeson. Yeah. He, okay. he didn't have a, the biggest I've part to play. i to say about Liam Neeson. <laughs> He didn't have the biggest part to play, but the part that he played, the way he played it, he makes me laugh as an actor anyway. His deadpan, his sternness, his seriousness. So I got a little bit of entertainment from him. Um, Chris Hemsworth as Agent H. Personally, I can see where they were going with this. This is another one of those films from back in the day, which they've given it a reboot or a continuation, continuation in modern day. Not really my thing, but I can't sit here and say, Nah, wasn't feeling it. I thought he was, again, mildly entertaining. Wasn't too sure about the main character, but that's where I stand coming off the back. So <laughs> you, man, obviously didn't enjoy this. I've got more to say, but I'm going to let you have some, uh, make some points and I'll come off those. Uh, I'll let Amari go. <laughs> hey, listen, I will shoot that four with a four, four in the four door. Because, yeah, he was disgraceful. I don't care what you tried. To, you're trying to tell me he was mildly entertaining. Hemsworth, he was. Hey, listen, if I see him on road, <laughs> and he thinks he can what, ruin my Will Smith Men in Black movies, the, the guy that made me do nod your head. And I, you, I and understand do, that. And you tried to tell... And then you've got this this creed, I can't hear women playing these little sidekick in it. And you're seriously telling me that was good. I, I was sitting was in the movie it and I was like, I want to leave. Sorry, what part of it was entertaining? This, I don't get That's it. the dumbness of the film. Well, no, it, was it was very strict. light entertainment, but I still watched it. I didn't feel like I was bored. Okay. I would say I'm, you I'm, didn't feel like you was bored. I, I, I was I was I was so, to the so, film. Hold on. so that might that's not to say that you were bored. You just didn't feel like you were bored. No, because what the jokes and some of the scenes that I was watching. There were jokes. There were, the, <laughs> there were jokes. I just, there was. There was. Where? It was a joke of a film. It was a joke. No, no. You know what I was thinking? Yeah. I was trying to, as, as we're doing those of sequels and for films, I was thinking. Oh, <laughs> there was a joke. I remember there was a joke now. <laughs> when he said, I'll do anything. And then he woke up next the next morning in the bed with the alien. That ha, Wait, you thought that was ha, a joke? Ha, that actually didn't ha. make me laugh. Oh, but that was a joke. <laughs> but you know me, my sense of humour is different anyway. Nah, I find things funny so that maybe I shouldn't. So. so in context. And also just to sign note, the music was outstanding. Danny Elfman, one of the best. Okay, but I don't care. It couldn't save it. I don't care about that. It couldn't save it. Right, so, yeah. so <laughs> it looks like we're doing not. sequels and prequels and whatever today. This film is worse than Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it's worse, like Tokyo mm, Drift. It's yeah. worse yeah, than it The is. Mummy. Uh? The Mummy Which The Mummy 3 and The Tom Cruise Mummy. In, in a sentence, I wouldn't... 
go that far. Can I just, I can just, I just say something? Like in a sentence, sentence, let the listeners know why you have so much disdain for the mummy. Tom Cruise edition. Ah, oh, <laughs> that film has less <laughs> has a less plot less, less plot than X Men. Worse acting than this. That's Men in Black, mm. and, and worse comedy than Human Centipede. Let me put it. <laughs> so we have, even watch that film. I have. Oh, <laughs> you watched it. Called? I haven't seen it. No, I, have. I, have. I have. So that's so the context. That's human. That's the one where they just stitch people together. Yeah, that's yeah. a. That's what I doctor's said. Like, that's that's what I said. Comedy. And they've, and they've made three of those or something. Oh, I don't know how they've done Someone's it. Someone's watching. Oh, really? but yes, that's you. No, <laughs> I watched what. <laughs> Nasty, too nasty for what you me. We did that. Oh, he was in the five hundredth time. Man. So trust me, I know a listener who's watched one, two, and three. Trust me. But it's anyway, insane. Anyway. Of Sharknado, but, but anyway, but we digress. All of that. Sharknado is <laughs> more entertaining than this. Oh, that's a shock. Yeah. I've seen the the. Listen, this film is so bad. I don't know why we're talking about other bad films. Yeah, that is how bad it is. <laughs> so yeah. it's like a it's like a C movie with supposed to be A list actors. Mm. And actresses supposed to be mm. who who is having their first film. It's like, oh, how do you? What's comedy? The director wrote this. Look at the script. Like, well, I don't know what it is, but let's try think we're funny and then film it and then see if it works. <laughs> but even that mentality to me makes me laugh. No, but that's that's what they did. But it didn't work. Mm. And I sat there and I was like so angry and I was thinking, I have to get to the end. And then I was even more vexed and I realised there's no song at the end that I'm going to like. There's no Will Smith song. So it couldn't even be saved by something like that. But you're living in the past, bro. Uh, there's, no, there's no past. You're, you're living try, in the past. You try to reboot something that I grew up on. Don't give me no past business. And you but reboot it's not it aimed, trash. it's not aimed for you anymore. No, it's aimed for people who No, like, it's not. It's not aimed. It's aimed at people who like sci-fi and like aliens. I like sci-fi. I like aliens. What True. the hell is this crap that you're trying True. to show me? But it's Men in Black. And and again, my argument to this would be, because I thought about this and I thought, I remember the, how the tone of the first one into all of them, to be fair, they are very silly alien films, basically. This was a very silly film. So I took it for yeah, what but it was. You know, the, the key difference is Will Smith is, at that time anyway, is very charismatic. The yeah. combination between him and Tommy Lee Jones mm. yeah. actually made the film, even if the plot wasn't that great, yeah. just those two being in it made it good. Chris Hemsworth was playing Thor. Right. I didn't think, I never, I've never found Thor funny. I always think his films are the worst in the MCU. Ooh, but Ragnarok. I liked Ragnarok. That was the best one. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah, his yeah. overall comedy, I've never found, I've never found funny. Mm. Um, Tessa Thompson... She was okay in this, but there was no chemistry between yeah, the two. Yeah, agreed. So that's where this film falls short because the plot was rubbish, but then you've got the main characters. <laughs> was that, it rubbish though? No, but can you... Can you yes, it after, was rubbish. After, after, rubbish. After, after two minutes, did you not realise that Liam, that Liam needs exactly. to... Exactly. After two minutes, just sitting there two minutes. Exactly. Could you not realise that he was the baddie? You, you might be wondering why I've got nothing to say on this because <laughs> I've... Li- why was this film even made? Like, why, why was it made? So let, let me ask a question. Well, I've probably got to know the answer. You lot enjoyed X-Men more than this? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I yeah. did. I, yeah. Because okay. X-Men was saved by the, 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 the restitching of the second half of, of, of the movie. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with I you. Just, I just, maybe, maybe, call me, maybe I'm not a massive Men in Black fan. Mm. I do vaguely remember the first one. That had the villain with the creatures that the cockroach. Yeah, right. Yeah. He kind yeah. of had that, that more sugar, yeah. more sugar, yeah. more sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the best climbing up that that 
Harry, your, your face yeah. is falling off your face. So that was a yeah, good. That, that was a good villain. Right, that was, was good comedy. Right, was, let's I'm, not I'm, talk about the twins in this. Ah, oh, listen, late, late. So they're called lay twins. What? Now, oh, that's so. No, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Oh no, oh no. Carl's looking at so. <laughs> Charles has just said they're called lay twins. Carl's is like what? <laughs> He's prepped. So He's finished. <laughs> just just a bit about lay twins. He's finished. Yeah. I c- lay twins are they're, they're a dance they're a they're, they're a dance duo. Oh, yeah? you know they're a dance duo because that's they're not they did well. Right. No, wait, but wait, no, but so in real life, in the, real the guys, life, the two guys that play. Oh, oh, oh and those are the guys from right. Beyonce's video. Right, lay from twins. They have been ladies. They have been around yes. for years. Right, they have been. Why would I, Why the hell were they in this film? That's mad. What, I, didn't, what, I didn't know any what, of that. I didn't know it. Pocket money, pocket money, pocket money. What was the purpose? They kind of built lay twins up as. These baddies, yeah, and then all of they would they the way their, their death scene was mad. They just, yeah, they just got vaporized yeah. one time. Yeah. They, they, they literally did nothing. What was, what was the point? I don't, see, now nah, I'm they, gonna, they I'm, did nothing. I'm they did nothing. They did nothing. You, you liked the dancing, didn't you? No, 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 no. Let me, I'm silly, but I'm not that silly. Listen, before, before I urge anyone to go onto YouTube and and look them up because they're sick, they are. They're world-class dancers. And okay. They, so they, hence the, the dancing now, it makes sense. And they have been since they were little kids. So there's 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 videos of them as, as little kids getting out and to, now they're big men. The Keyword yeah. you said there was dancers. Yeah. Not actors. But, right, exactly. So, but, 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 and it goes back to my original question. Yeah. So I think we might have to change are you not entertained was why was this film made like I don't understand. <laughs> no, no, it's very true. Why was oh, this yeah. film, like, I don't, very true. What was the like when was the lot? When was Men in Black Three made? Um, we seven saw. years ago. Se- yeah. Okay. Why? Okay. Why? Why did they choose to because, make this film? Because it is a franchise with there's nothing else really like it. If you think about it, no. But that's where they that's where they went wrong because I feel like with the franchise they could actually do a lot more. They could actually yeah explore on this aliens and on make Earth a world. universe yeah. But here, but then they tried they to do that do because much. of the port. They tried to do that because at the beginning there was the portal and. But they didn't really go. No, I feel they, that they didn't go. They no. could have really yeah. no. expanded well, well, that, and that's what was lacking off of from that this film. Off of that point, I couldn't agree with that because for me, I kind of got the storyline. I had to do a lot of piecing together, but there were things that didn't make sense to me. So at the end, when we discovered that um, Liam Neeson's character is actually an alien, oh, I was, shock! I was, oh, what a shock! I was baffled though because I was. Oh, like, it's a film about aliens, and your <laughs> boss is an alien. Oh, what a shock! That's why I'm, I'm it was really surprised. surprised. You liked yeah. Liam Neeson's performance, <laughs> but I'm just a fan of his work. Like he didn't. No, have he doesn't the biggest, act anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't act anymore. No, he doesn't. Taken he, was the worst thing that happened to him. It was because mm. since that mm. film, he's been playing the exact. Same Walk, role. Was it Walking the Tombstones? Walking the Tombstones. No, um, he played. He did. He, uh, he did a funny unknown, film. Unknown. Yeah. He did. Um. The one where he's on a flight. The one with um as a cowboy. He did. He did something different for what. Oh, um, with um, yeah. with uh, what's his name? Um, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah. That that's, was actually good. That's, that's that the first was time he acted since. Yeah. That was that Once Upon a Time in yeah, the so, West. Something like a million ways to die in the West. I didn't like that film either. No, tell a lie. He has done some acting since. And he done a film recently, in it. He done the episodes of Extras. <laughs> well, how oh, how see, recent was that? that. <laughs> I haven't even seen that. that. It's actually a really good episode. It's uh, hilarious. I do, like, it is, it is actually that. hilarious. You need to YouTube that. But that's that's about, and it's and he's doing comedy as well. Just to yeah. um, wind you up before we move on to favorite Cut. scenes. No. Um, yeah. 
there was something about the twins which reminded me very much of the twins in Matrix Reloaded. I liked the idea of having the two villains as twins. I just liked that. I thought it was quite but cool. They but they weren't even villains. But I know, how? I know, they I know, didn't do I know, anything. but the visual guys work with me. Can we take, can we just take, can we just take a vote? Can we just take a vote? I know we said we're not going to talk about X-Men anymore, but can yeah. we take a vote for the most, <sighs> who was, who was the most useless <laughs> villain? In out of the two films, no. Oh, in out the, at, between the two, was it Lay Twins or was it the aliens in in X Men? No, Which? because because Lay Twins actually threw some like cogs and they manipulated. When you mean cogs, is that, is that another word for a dance move or something? No, like? no, no. You see, when they're yeah. outside, in can I just say that the way they was pulling the weapons out of the car, well, that was cool as well. Like the whole car was yeah, in the car. That was my favorite scene. That was one of my favorite. I liked that. But, but that how bit did she know how to use all those guns? I also had to note that down. Because she done her training. No, she anyway, didn't do she did training. do her training. She did. She did do her training at the beginning. Because I know you like to ask questions. So put that to your imaginary. You know when she's going through again. I like the scene where you're getting that renewed. Um, when she got, she gets initiated into Men in Black by Emma Thompson, who we're going to talk about. You again really in a liked this film, didn't you? But there were parts of it. I was yeah, like, that's I cool. I'm realizing cool. he's cool. talking about Listen. it so positively, and I'm confused. I just, I didn't think it was. It wasn't a great film, wow, but I took gonna, it for what it they didn't try to sell me something and provided me with something else. That's what it was. Now there's somebody who plays the same character in every film and we'll get to that. Yeah, later we're going to get to that. We're going to get to Emma that. Thompson. Favourite scenes, guys. Kyle. Um, it's not so much a scene, but there's a bit where um, they're running into the new Lexus and Tessa Thompson goes in, it's like, I'm driving and then she realises it's on the other yeah, side. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I quite I, like that. Can I just say, it was refreshing to have a film unlike Pokemon set in London with relatable areas. Mm. Like when they were, I think when they come well, out of the we, club, we, I was like, we, oh, that's we, same we didn't really work out whether it was set in London or it wasn't set in London. Yeah. It, was, it, was like, yeah. it was very ambiguous, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was like, where is this? It's a bit of it this. Just of our minds, it? It was, when, when they was making it, yeah. it was like, we've got to make them think yeah, it's yeah, London, yeah, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good yeah, scene. So I, I, I like that, that little moment there. Am I? Oh, uh, a good scene. A good scene. Uh, um, um, uh. <laughs> and you're not allowed to say when the credits are rolling. <laughs> Just to get that out. Oh, you know what? I have one. When she thought she snuck into the MIB and I saw Frank again. I like that little reminiscent. Frank the dog. That yeah. was a good moment. Yeah, yeah. When he said, are you not going to call it in? Code black. Yeah. And he went back to mm. his paper like he didn't care. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the part I like. And that was the same old geezer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 I had a lot time. of um, nods Nod to... Yeah. Like with the worm guys as well. I saw the worm yeah. guys yeah. briefly. And, and obviously, I know you man clocked the, um, the shop in the office Liam Neeson's character he had the painting of Will Smith and Tommy Lee I thought that yeah. was quite cool there, as well. there, were, there were a lot of stuff uh, the small gun was in there yeah a few and, quotes and the world is not going to save itself yeah don't and push the red button there, there was yeah, a lot yeah, in there yeah, and yeah, it was, was the fake little light bulb but she just and there, was a, there was an updated version yeah that's mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, favourite scene hmm I like the way how when I like the way how they transported her from New York to London how when she um, got onto the New York subway mm. which you thought was a New York subway mm. and then it, it just converted into this many Mad. black yeah, star that, that, yeah. was, that, that was quite good that was, that, was, that was pretty cool um, simply because that would be pretty cool when we're in New York later on to <laughs> We might be looking for a while, but I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I know it's one here. I saw it in black. <laughs> and I also liked at the beginning when she, because um, she was adamant that 
they existed, mm. you know, and she was, she'd she done her own research and, and all the rest of it. Mm. And then when she kind of tracked them down, but it was just to like that construction. Yeah. Of site, yeah. And she kind of. Very reminiscent of Doctor Strange. Yes. I put it in my notes. Yes. That whole other realm. World, world mm. within a world. Yes. Sort yeah. Of thing. I, I like that. I like so, that. Yeah. It, it kind of makes a lot of questions that I know Kyle would have just make sense. Like, okay, why? Because you know, when they come out of the club, I was like, this is mad. And then I think that agent, yeah. um, who he, he had a little rhetoric as well with um, Liam Neeson. What was his name? Um, agent X, I believe it was, you know, the one he was like, Oh, why are you always, he had that little vendetta mm. with H yeah, yeah, yeah. when he walked from the normal world into where the scene had just happened. That was cool. Um, my favourite scene was the bike chase, the flying bike chase. Okay. I thought the special effects were decent, um, mm. believable. I liked the way Chris Hemsworth was directing them and like steering it. And yeah, it was good. I thought that was a pretty good scene. You know what that means? Star ratings time. Who wants to take up first? One star, that's it. One star. All right, slow down, lads. But if you add me and his stars together, it's two. Okay. No, it's still one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we got one from you and one, one from One from me, yeah. So yeah. that makes it zero stars. Yes. <laughs> what are your reasonings for that? I just don't... Sorry, Amari, but I just... I'm going to keep on coming back to this question. Why was this film made? I don't... I don't... I don't see the... I'm, I'm going to tell you why it was made so they can make pocket money from it so they can actually say... Pocket oh, money? Yeah. Like, it's like when you make a film and you're like, let me make another one even though you shouldn't make it but I know people are still going to watch it. Pocket money. Was, I just don't... It's almost like they... They they was like, oh, who can we... We're going to make another Men in Black film. Oh, Chris Hemsworth's quite hot. At it's the moment. Quite, yeah. It's quite high at the moment. The He's... Had a few. We can't get anyone big from the MCU. Ah, oh, how about was it, is it Tessa Thompson? Mm -hmm. How about we get her because he handed um, Valhalla off to to, to her um, Asgard. Oh, yes. Sorry, he yes. handed Asgard yeah. he handed Asgard to her. That's oh, literally yes. what they're trying to do. So let's let's Didn't bring those two together in, yeah. in a movie, and it's like why and give why? them something to try and reboot. Yeah, like and even even. Maybe it's a reach, but even like, like I said, they tried to kind of make this, this bigger universe. They tried to touch on this, this bigger universe. And not execute it yeah, well. It's, yeah, it just, I just, again, my whole thing was, I was watching it thinking, well, I know why I'm watching this because I have to, but why was this made? Mm. Like, I just, that was just the constant. That's fair enough. The That's... constant question was, why was this made? <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Someone please, you know, hit me up on Facebook, hit us up on Facebook, <laughs> whatever. Just someone please tell me why this was made. I don't understand. That's fair enough. Omari. Uh, no, I told you it's one star. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> just, but look, he's reclined back in his chair. He's he, he actually has nothing else to say. <laughs> he said I ain't got nothing else to say and he just sat back down. Like, oh, I love that. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Yeah, um, for me it was one star as well. Thought the film was very hollow. Um, <laughs> like that word. It literally had nothing to it. Again, I don't know why it got made. I thought the acting was poor, lazy, uninspired. I didn't see any chemistry between <laughs> Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Taylor. Liam Neeson doesn't bother anymore. The psychic <laughs> that we haven't spoken about was very annoying. I thought his CGI wasn't good. And it was just cheap. Who is the psychic again? Pawnee. The Pawnee. Oh, the little, yeah, the little, yeah, yeah, thing. little guy. Yeah. 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 You yeah. weren't feeling Pawnee? Not in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. I'm you weren't feeling Pawnee. I'm going to save my queen. Carl, did you actually hear the question? <sighs> you weren't feeling Pawnee. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're just going to leave that one there. <laughs> yeah. TMRG will be back in five minutes. Calm, <laughs> calm, is to go in, calm himself down. <laughs> I thought the plot was forgettable. Two twins come to earth because they want a weapon. They die. Liam Neeson's a mole. <laughs> no, they have a dance before they die. Ah, true. They do have a dance before they They're die. They're raving. Did you not enjoy the dance though? No, I didn't. Wasn't one of their best dances. No, it wasn't. Was better. Way better. Wow. <laughs> they killed the alien in the end. Um, I thought they missed the opportunity to really do something with this universe. I thought they really missed out on that. Instead, they were relying on a lot of nostalgia and it was just poor writing. The comedy wasn't funny. Chris Hemsworth is just not funny to me. It's just not good enough. I don't remember laughing at a single thing in the film. Uh, the villains, who were they? What did they actually do? They just came in one scene, then disappeared, then came back and disappeared. They did nothing. They had a small fight scene, but it was mediocre to me. Um, and I think the director, I only saw this at the end. That was probably the most disappointing thing of all, that he's allowed this to happen. <laughs> I respect him as a director. What else has he directed? If, straight out of Compton. Oh, he went from that to this, the full from Graces. Yeah. Oh, that that was probably the most. He hasn't done anything in between. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but this is why I'm glad you done your research on that side of things because that then makes me think. Why was this? Made? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So exactly, I feel vindicated. My no, question that, that, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm incredibly disappointed with him. So yeah. yeah, that's why I gave it one star. Fair enough, mate. I'm gonna give it two. I thought the music was great. You all know I'm a music man. Danny Elfman, one of the best composers ever, in my opinion. And the music was very reminiscent of Men in Black 1. So that straight away, again, at the top of the review, I said I'm giving my review based mainly on the nostalgic value. That was one of the large things for me. Um, I felt it was a decent renewal of an old film or a film that's been previously released. I think they could have done it better, but I don't think it was bad in that sense. I liked ne um, Liam Neeson and I liked um, the Spool character as well. Uh, and the cinematography I thought was decent. I think the camera work in the film was good. Didn't really, I didn't feel myself watching it thinking, like Carl said in a previous episode, I can't see. <laughs> I kind of felt engaged and it took me on a journey. So it was lackluster though. I will say that. I think that if they are planning to make more, they could maybe take a leaf or two out of the first two and maybe put some more depth into it, some more character development, maybe create more interaction or, or relationships between characters to really help bring the sort of nonsensical vibe of the film out. But anyway, two stars is two stars. So if I add those up and divide by four to give Men in Black International a TMRG star rating of... One star. I don't feel it should be a one star. I would have it given it two definitely stars. one star. Sorry, just want to clear up. He did do the last Fast and the Furious as well. The most in recent between, one, yeah. In oh, between. He, in between. He, get, he gets yeah. saved. He I was going to say because that'd be pretty weird. Like yeah. you do right. I'm going to do uh, Straight Out Compton, and then I'm going to sit down for two years and do nothing, mm. and then yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna make a new Men in Black. Well, you had to make a Men yeah, in Black. Yeah, film. I just have this it, like. But, but still, he's a good director. This is what he I was gonna say. This is what I was gonna say. What, Samuel Jackson. Yes. Wow. wow. Kevin Spacey. That's Bad boy F. film. Gary Bad Gary. boy film. Law-abiding citizen. What? Nah, he's so done some right, Carl, Carl, films. Nah, he's Carl, gone from that. Carl, you need to sit down. Nah, right, there comes sorry. a point where you can research things too much, and you've reached that point now. Nah, that's, that, nah, that just nah, makes nah, it even. Nah, that makes nah, it worse. Nah, 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 that makes nah, it worse. Nah, nah. That, that law-abiding. I want to know. I just 
Maybe it's got to be a money. It's got to be a money thing. Mm. Or you. maybe he had constraints. Maybe there were higher uppers that were saying we need. But then this just to don't be. do the damn film. That's it. <laughs> you're, surely, 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 your your CV's got to be worth more. Mm. You know, then if you've done if you've done all these like, banging films in the past, and then you you get offered this, you say, Nah, mm. I'm good. Yeah, like it's men. It's Men in Black. It's not like it's this. Like it's, it's okay. It's a franchise, but it's not a great franchise is mm. but the f- it, it has the, the elements to be like Carl was saying if this was executed the right way this could have been but you're the but, director you're yeah. the one who's supposed to execute in <laughs> the right that's way that's the thing like he's being held <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> this is the sense. fourth film in the franchise and after the first one it's been going downhill since ah, yeah, so true. why would you come on board for this project mm. so the fact you came on board I would have thought I would have seen I got something new Refresh. I, I got my question. But it was just, it was the worst one in the franchise. That's hit, why hit it's my music. very disappointing. <laughs> hit my music. <laughs> this, this is not even a question. This is like a revelation. Okay. I reckon, yeah, he agreed to do the movie mm. and then the person who was there when he signed the contract, mm. they put on their black shades and, neut- and neutralized him. <laughs> that's why he made the movie, bro. I'm telling you, that's what happened. Cause that's the only <laughs> that's the only that's the only viable rationale that so I can come got, up you've with. You've got your answer. There you go. Man was he was neuralized. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we can bring up today's show a little because we've had two one stars now. I'm hoping that we can see. I can see some sort of co-signing on this. But anyway. We shall see. So film number three, last film of today's episode, Late Night, released June 7th, 2019, directed by Nisha Ganatra, starring Emma Thompson as Catherine Newbery, Mindy Carlin as Molly Patel, John Lithgow as Walter Newbery, and Reed Scott as Tom Campbell. A late night talk show host world is turned upside down when she hires her first and only female staff writer. Originally intended to smooth over diversity concerns, her decision brings about unexpectedly hilarious consequences as the two women who are separated by culture and generation become united by their love of a biting punchline. So for the third and final time today, boys. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yes. Mm, Yes. Yes. And yes, so you made me go first on the last one, so I'm gonna flip the script and you can kick this one off, Amari. Okay, so I was primarily entertained because of one joke, and the one, one joke, yeah, one joke. The the one where she's talking about um, if there's three there's three Republican senators making passing laws on women. Oh, the menopause thing. But yeah, talking about they can't get laid, and I thought that's hilarious, mm. and I thought it was even relevant because of the law they just passed in Alabama from correct. Regarding the abortion law, so I'm like, okay, so hmm. And throughout those times, I was giggling a lot. I did find the yeah. So you did. So it was more than one joke. Well, then. no, no, I was giggling. <laughs> I didn't say I was entertained. I said so what made me entertained was the was joke. The joke. Okay, that but one you were giggling. Joke. So you uh, no, 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 giggling because I could be laughing because it's stupid. But that's still entertaining. No, 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 no. That's gonna be bad entertainment. I know class <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> right, but no. Also, I did like the back and forth between. I'm gonna call it Mindy. Yes, because I know her name's her, uh, Molly. No, no, her name is Mindy. Patel. No, no, she got uh, she, 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 renamed. Uh, entirely down as Mindy in mine. Her name's renamed. I see. I, I tried to watch the Mindy project before. Didn't really, didn't really like it. So I, I was really I was thinking, oh, this film's not going to do much for me. But I was, I, I loved her banter. I think her, his name was Tom. 
the uh, yes, the, the, the monologue, the monologue, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the monologue, the, the 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 privileged banter between the two. Yes, oh, yes. it was yes. the hot. Was it the the, the hot the burrito scene where, where he's buying his burrito? There's, there's a yeah. few different scenes. There's a few different mm, scenes where yes. I was like, this is this is it's, it's pushy, but it's pushy in the right way. So I was yes. kind of like. This has nice social context and monitors. Yes, very. I agree completely and, and, with you. And on that. this is and this is why I was like, okay, this film is getting my time of day when they're doing the interaction. Mm. I, was, I was very disappointed with with the one one frame one one range act, acting of Emma Thompson. Uh, don't get me started. But, but was it disappointing or was it? Enjoy, could you appreciate it for? Yeah, same. I thought she. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I feel in this film that you know, when certain actors or actresses have only got sort of one kind of character but in certain films that is the exact character that's needed to really I agree with push that the film. because her character in this was no different to her character in Men in Black I know. To, to, be honest, to be honest with you like it, nah. was, it was funny because obviously I've done Men in Black and um, Late Night back to back so I've literally come out of Late Night gone into Men in Black and been like huh? I just saw you yeah. literally saying the same thing yeah, in the I same tone you, and this is probably the first time this first week in my life I've actually seen Emma Thompson in two <laughs> consecutive <laughs> films in the same week like. yeah no and mm. the other thing that interested me was uh, oh there was something it'll come back to me at some point but what? Emma, that, that interesting yeah no it was I don't actually remember Emma Thompson oh yeah that's it it reminded me of a film called Devil Wears Prada yes yes in yes, terms same. of the dynamic between Mindy yes. and Emma Thompson that's what I was thinking yeah but then I didn't like I like that version better than this version yeah so I've got was, something uh, to say about that when I wrap up so so that's why I was like that kind of disappointed it for me too also I think um, something I mean early observations whenever I watch films I'm, I'm, my mind's always ticking on wherever I've seen you wherever I've seen you. the minute I saw her husband and it became apparent that he had dementia I was like, you've played, again, tapping into the plane, you've played this character before. Did anyone else clock? Um, he played the dad in Rise of the Planet of the Apes who also had a sort of dementia uh, or yeah. sort of something oh, okay, wrong. Yeah. I he didn't, keeps, now you said it, it makes sense, yeah, but I didn't think of that. Clocked it straight away and I was like, okay. And he, I know he didn't have the biggest part, but he mm. did play quite a good part. Which he, he, his parts were significant to yes, be fair yeah. to the yes, film. Yes, 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 definitely. Yeah, just, just going off like, that whole um, infidelity. Oh, you're going straight to that? Yeah, like that came out of nowhere. I did not see that coming. Oh, I, I saw you it. You could see it coming yeah, because of the interaction at the party. Yeah, when, when the young guy. Personally, there was a little look between them two at the party. Yeah. And, and, the agent, and, the agent, and the agent saw it. And the agent was like, oh, I yeah. got something. I can even yeah. beat that. Um, so quick backstory to me watching this. We went to see it. Um, <laughs> we went to see it on Monday. Yes, I think we it did. Was. Yeah. No, well, and, um, well, no, sorry. We went to see it. I watched it. He didn't. What were you doing? So do you watch, which shall I open a can of realness in the cast? Yeah. So as we were joking about before, yeah, got three guys sitting opposite me and they're the nicest guys in the world. It's a pleasure to know these boys, yeah, and be related to one of them. But, they are very nice motivators. Let's put them motivators. And where I'm doing some of the design stuff and some of the audio some of stuff, it. don't, no, don't, don't, don't tone it down. Just I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing it. Basically, I'm doing that. But these guys will, they'll smile at me with these most menaces. Oh, Elliot, you, you're gonna be able to deliver the show on time. Yeah, we got, we got to upload it on this day, and then I'll have. Oh, could you pop some uh, sound effects into this? I say that to say, 
I was tired the first night we went to watch it. So I think we started watching it about 25 minutes into the film. Yeah, he was Charles out. Charles has looked at me. He was out. Snoozing. He was <laughs> snoozing. Out. But I say all of that to say, watching it again today, I clocked, you know when you clock things the second time you watch films? Yeah. You see when Emma Thompson comes into the room and first meets the writers and she's giving them numbers. Mm. When she gives that guy a number, he looks at her and he nods or he winks at her. Oh, Richie, I didn't oh, see so that. You wouldn't. But you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know it at that, that point. Yeah, so just yeah, to go yeah, off, yeah. I think... Oh, because by the time in between your yeah, your, your, cat, your puss nap, you was... In and out. Yeah. And, I, and I'd, I'd seen that scene before, so yeah, I right. kind of was watching okay. it from a slightly different, different angle. Perspective, see, yeah. Fresh eyes, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that, that she, she, would, she would have done that, to be honest with you. Mm. Like that, that but it was came, great. I thought it, yeah, it no, gave it, another layer to the film, didn't it? no, no, no. I thoroughly enjoyed this film, but that was the one mute point of the film I just didn't think it was necessary why not I couldn't see why that would happen and I get that which it, is why it, to me it kind of it, it seemed out of sync it was almost like we'll just add yeah. that that's why I didn't see it coming yeah it was just like you've oh. added it just for effects sake so which is exactly I, what they did but, but I could yeah. see it worked it. very well no, I could see it you could see a woman in, in who had, with her gravitas per se in her role as a late night host mm-hmm her husband is no longer able to satisfy her. Mm-hmm. And then she has a Still moment. Still can play the piano though. No, <laughs> well. yeah, but, <laughs> but she loses but her fidelity some, in that way. There's, there's times where you need a little bit. No, because she was, a, for me, the story you've told is that she's completely disconnected from her eyes. So when would that have actually happened? She didn't even know one of her eyes died. But but did you not hear the? <laughs> did you not? Hear, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we gotta give it. We gotta give. Let's give a bomb for that scene because that How? was something else. <laughs> when? We gotta get John to do it. Where's John? Uh, uh, he died. Uh, Catherine. Uh, yes. John died in two thousand and twelve. Really? <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was just mad. savage. Yeah. But I say that again to say, did you not? Um, see like the way that she was was um kind of interacting with the writers from an early stage you could see and then when she goes on to explain how it happened i think the scene where he asked her to come to some sort of concert hall maybe or mm. something and she says this was at the period where you'd obviously just been diagnosed yeah. or you were going through yours I, and i can see the why, pressures but I of just, life i just didn't feel like that added anything to the story. I just didn't feel like it. Was, I thought it was a bit out it of It showed place. her more of as a human. I think it was important though to even see the re-up of her, of her being, you know, when she was being used as a running joke by the other comedians on their shows. Yeah, yeah. And then she responded with the slut shaming yeah, response. That, I thought all of that, I thought it was necessary, it was relevant, yes. it made sense and it yes. was, a, even it was a segue, it was the correct segue for the yes, film if you wanted relevant. to be in that conversation and actually from a female perspective. No, definitely it was because, again, I enjoyed how she handled that. But I just thought that was kind of random in the film. I liked everything before that and everything after that. But that specific, I was like, mm. this was more when I was looking at my notes. I was like, this kind of didn't really fit in. But I get why they done that because she needed to give that monologue about slut shaming yeah. and things like that, which See, she handled that perfectly as well. Um, yeah. Whilst I found the film, it, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was entertaining. It wouldn't have been a film that I'd have normally typically gone and, gone and saw. Mm. Um, maybe just simply because Emma Thompson was in it. I don't know. You're not a fan? No. Just a bit, fl- bit yeah, flat she's, for you, yeah, bit one dimension. Yeah, she, she's, she's very quite one. But I did like the way how she's come out as this, this woman who's out of touch with absolutely... Uh, there were some wicked quips, she's weren't there? Ab- oh, she's there were out of touch with absolutely... Everything when the whole no upload, 
Yeah. No, download. Yeah, download. Yeah, love like, all that. Love all that. And it was almost, I like the way how it's almost like they went out of their way to um, explain to her by, you know, like when there was something about the, the Twitter and she goes, oh, we're, there was something about, she did like a section on Twitter jokes. Which part of, which, which scene was this? When she was doing the stand up or? Yes. Um, when she, so she was so. talking about oh, I've discovered Twitter and I don't yeah. get the favouriting yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so it's almost like it went out of out of its way to show that this woman she, she was so far removed from everything but like the world has has changed and this is what you this is this is what it is now mm. so you need to get, get back it. in touch you know even the, that guest that she had on her show the YouTuber yeah you know and then it went viral yeah and, yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. then she had very to, relevant then yeah. she had to um, hire a publicist to 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 fix it, yeah, you know, it, mm. it was it, it was it was well done. It, it was it was to me, it was well done. Would yeah, I've still got kind of. You seem like there was something that wasn't hitting the mark for you. It was there was times where I was bored. Really? There, yeah, just what was boring you? Just like I said, it, it almost went too much for me. It almost went too much out of. I could see what was going to happen again. It's a, I know I said this about Mar, but I could kind of see where it was going. No diversity to full, full on diversity yeah. in the end scene where you just she, every. I'm surprised she didn't have a couple of the aliens from Men in Black <laughs> working for her because yeah. she there was everything like she but, went from one extreme to yeah. to, to the other. But going off because you've mentioned this and I was going to say this at the end of my summary, but it's a traditional story. We've mm. got the the sort of megalomaniac, the boss empowerment shuts herself off, successful, out of touch. Mm starts to fail in certain areas, has to destroy and rebuild, mm. has to rejuvenate and get with it, update. And yeah, I thought this was a very good telling of that. Yeah, it, it was. And and the, the way it was based around, so we, the obvious ones are fashion, music, television. Mm. I can't tell you the last film I saw yeah, that we, had this kind of setting to yeah. it. And I think the whole reason- It I, was a unique, it was, from that perspective, it was a unique, yeah. you know, it was a unique uh, film. Yeah, because I think I, I was film. even drawn in just by seeing a, a promo on the bus. I saw Emma Thompson, I saw the font late night and I thought, oh, it looks like something talk show related. Interesting. I haven't seen that happen in a film before. So I thought, first and foremost, again, the whole Yanks versus the Brits, that's always going to be done either really, really well or really, really badly. I thought this film did it really well. The whole sort of... Um, the backing and forthing, the, the writers, the banter and the quips and stuff and the sort of almost kind of off the cuff thought that was excellent very well done uh, Molly was a great character as well I think she played the part in the film perfectly um, a little bit too much in at times but too much in a way that it worked you kind of got this woman is a very sweet innocent um, wouldn't hurt a fly focused like just the little stuff when she's putting the picture up in the office taking the cakes into work googling how to have a great first day and then she kind of has a character shift where she starts to realise maybe I am being too nice. Maybe I, I am thinking about things too deeply. I need to stand up for myself. And at the same time, obviously, Catherine Emma Thompson's character is realising I'm too much. Like, so it was almost like they kind of done a bit of, they took a bit of each other's characters out. I thought it was brilliant. Really, really great. Um, really, really good. Let's talk favourite scenes. Amari. Um, apart from the actual, sorry, apart from the, the joke about the three Republican senators. Um, my other scenes that I did like was that just the simple interaction between her and Tom. Mm. And even even 
at the even when he was just like when he didn't want to help her and he's like I don't have the time to teach someone that's new he's like well I want her you're gonna have her and he just sat there like and even the scene actually my favorite scene was her brother was his brother going for the job and then Mindy made the quip about um our people who are privileged getting the job that they shouldn't be getting yes. oh no not that one it's about the guys and their penises or it's a, it's a bit boisterous in there and okay. I was like I haven't seen any men in there and I was like I thought that was quite funny to be okay, fair okay yeah, yeah I remember that yeah, I, I've written that down she said um I saw the writers. I'm not worried about masculinity. Yeah, that's yeah. the clip. Yeah, I'll there, there were there were so many quotables yeah. in this film that yeah. I've got written down. It, it, it Go was on, give us a few favorite ones. Um, there was uh, you won't sleep with me now, but you will in three, <laughs> three weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let me drop one again. I, I just love that. <laughs> he was no, but did you see the way he, when they they kiss and then he's like. Oh, you're going to play this game? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've all been there. Uh, yeah, no, did we what have what, no, what I did like is that he came back. He came back later. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's three lot. weeks. And she was like, is it? I was like, no, how many times? She was like, no, it's three weeks. It's three weeks. <laughs> yeah, there was that. There was, um, I'd rather be a diversity hire than a nepotism hire. Yes, yes. As that, well. that was, was that, because she, she, she had she, a few poignant she to scenes. She said it to Tom because of his brother. Because of his brother. That's right. And yeah. That's right. I think I took that sort of, I didn't, I don't even know if that is a slogan that's being used in the real world, but diversity hire is again, one of these sort of relevant terms yeah. that's going around and it's very, very sort of current. Any yeah. others? Um, there was another one again, at least I had to be out every woman and minority to get it. You just had to be born. Yes, that was well. the one outside the, the burrito hut, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. There was some really, I really enjoyed this film. I just really enjoyed the context yeah. of everything. Yeah. The dialogue was perfect. Yeah. Comedy, perfect. Giles? Um, my favourite scene was when Molly kind of came out of her shell and she she just gave it to the press, like, you know, when she was walking down the stairs at, 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 the, oh, at the party. Yeah. yeah at the party. And she had to cover. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. Yeah. And cause it was obviously like, they, they weren't, they weren't that close at that point at the movie, but she kind of realized, well, actually, this is what I've got to do this. And she, yeah. she kind of just, she saw the opening. Yeah. And she, she, took she, it. she yeah. proper, she proper took one for the team. And that reigned true to her character overall. It's yeah. like she knew, what part she had to play yeah. at what point another good scene was when she says no to Catherine and, and goes to the comedy oh, yeah. show yeah, that, that was a very well. good yeah. like, it was very realistic yeah. and you kind of like she she's the, the most sort of unconfrontational person mm. but she wasn't afraid to talk yeah, to these people she that, stuck to her convictions yes, her moral convictions yes, yes yes there were a couple of issues I had with the film can I get my favourite scene out and then so. we can go through those mine was the scene in the party I think where the publicist is organised, everyone's come to a house and Catherine Newbury realises that it's actually going to be Dave Tennant and we're going to briefly speak about him. In a <laughs> oh, We've got to say a few things about him, but realises he's going to take her show mm. and she runs up to, or she runs to a room where the, the big boss lady is, I can't remember her name, but that scene, the way Emma Thompson was given those lines about, you know, you want to hire this guy who's a xenophobia and da 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 da, da and that whole yeah. monologue there, that was great. Mm. I was like, yeah, I really, at that moment, I, I saw that you've been at the top for so long, your foundation is crumbling and that was the moment you've realised you could be in deep water here. So yeah. so yeah, on the flip side of that, scenes that you weren't feeling or things you weren't feeling about it, Jos? Just the way how Mindy got her job was a bit, It was for me it was too random. But she did explain it though. She did it, they did explain it, but it was still, for me, it was still too much of a reach. Like, Oh really? She, she made quips on the, 
on a hailer system. But you see, I again I think oh, it's just quite a, realistic. We're in a day and age where that could happen. It could happen. Yeah. You 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 know, if you do the right things on the internet, use it to your advantage. Get the right connections. You could be in rooms with people that you could never imagine. Yeah, we, yeah. So <laughs> for me anyway, that's I appreciate what um, you're saying, but for me I thought it was good. That whole that there was like a little segment where Emma Thompson was the white saviour. I found that quite annoying. With the cab, I I, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was quite relevant for her to make herself yes. see that, and she, but it was and, still and, annoying. Uh, no, you can be you, you can, can be. You, a, you see these things on these American yeah. talk shows though. Yeah, so I felt that was again spot relevant. on, and yeah. then very spot on. But and it was still annoying. No, it could be annoying. I get that part, but as even with the people that chose the cab and they chose the guy, the girl who couldn't get any shopping from the clothes, yeah, to get her clothes, and it was like. Because again, this is what's going on in the world today. Especially, in, especially mm. in that country. Because yeah. you have to call it the context. In a normal country, you wouldn't see it like our country. But America's a whole different kind of. Has, it has its own kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah it has definitely. its own ozone layer definitely. compared to other countries. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's time for the scores and the doors. I'll kick this one off. Um, I'm going to give this film four stars. I'm not going to give it five because I don't think it's it's that pivotal. But I thought this was a very, very, very good film. I couldn't really fault it that much. I loved the way that throughout the whole film, I just felt this sense of realism. I felt like everything that was being shown and the way it was being shown was very true to real life today. I thought Emma Thompson was great. I hear what you're saying, Giles, about how she doesn't maybe have that many characteristics at this point of her career. But this is one of these roles where I thought she was perfect, executed every scene, everything was was perfect couldn't fault it um also the partnership with mindy carlin i think then the part she's played with her character together great performances um i thought the casting and off of that the casting overall was was good i think everybody played their part very well and what i touched on earlier on was the whole sort of this is one of those traditional stories of you know, the big boss who's perfect and done so much and has to rebuild destroy and rebuild and i thought this was a refreshing modern way to tell that story so yeah four stars from me yeah uh, mine is similar to yours i really enjoyed this film um this is exactly the sort of comedy that i like in terms of execution and message i thought the dialogue and humor humor was perfect very well written smart but not over the top i thought the, the humor blended in perfectly with reality um there were hardly any moments that felt contrived in this film for me uh, storyline again very realistic um, you could imagine something like this playing out in real life I definitely um, very current up with think? the times yeah yeah trust me there's, a, there's yeah. certain scenarios I'm, I'm seeing right now in my life and seeing how people change seeing how people change from one way to another for the benefit of making sure that they have some sort of security in life is a very realistic scenario yeah, yeah I like the fact um it showed a bit of behind the scenes of a late night TV show in the inner workings. I like that. I haven't really seen that before in anything I've watched. Just tapping onto that. Mm. I liked the bit. I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. But you know, when you're looking at, it's like a they've gone through the, the camera and the lens, yeah. the, the, the way the film looks completely changed. Because obviously you're, it's, they're showing, it's, it's a de depiction of television. I thought that was wicked. Yeah. Um, and and again, in terms of the acting, I thought the two leads were very good. Yeah. Very good, but also um, the rest of the cast. I thought everyone done their job very well. The whole ensemble was 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 brilliant for me. Um, all the supported pieces added something to the film. But overall, I think it was just a powerful message that was sent by this film. Um, sticking to your moral convictions, 
yeah, the world can be nasty, like it can be harsh. There's racial and gender inequality. But what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to change about it? And I mm. feel like this film addressed that in many different ways in that I haven't really seen any film tackle outside of people just throw out these buzzwords like Me Too and stuff like that. But this actually took a real life look at that mm. and show how that can play out, but what you can do to overcome it. So, yeah, and again, just having those real conversations about real topics covering a wide variety of issues um, it never felt forced. So for me, this is one of my films of the year so far. I'm giving it four stars. Okay, four stars Four stars from you. Giles? Um, as much as I, I liked it, it was one of the better comedies that's that's kind of come around in the last couple of years. I'm only going to give it two stars. Ooh, why so low? Just, maybe it's just not my type of film, to be honest with you. Whereas yeah. it, it was... It was it was funny because I'm surprised my, there was there were there were scenes where I was laughing and you were sleeping. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> you, know, you know my love's quite loud, so I, I still didn't wake still up. didn't wake up. So you were, you were, that's when I know you. There was one I, I was tired. I can't remember something happened. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I bust up. I look round and I'm like, why hasn't he laughed? And that's what, it was that's when I realised you were sleeping. Was it the toilet scene? That was yes, a good yeah, scene as well. Yeah. They, all the, in fact, all the toilet scenes were actually yeah. quite funny. And off of that, can I just give a little shout out to that guy who was holding his laptop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way how he was holding it. <laughs> just the vertical angle, the whole thing. <laughs> looking, he was looking down, looking down at the screen. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, just, um, yeah, maybe it just, it just wasn't my type of film. I yeah. mean, it was funny. I'm not going to say it wasn't funny because it, it was. Yeah. I, I definitely laughed a lot. Um, just... You know, I I didn't maybe I didn't connect as much with Emma Thompson maybe because it was Emma Thompson. Yeah. Um, I do agree with what you said about the the chemistry between her and Mindy. It was it was it was very strong, um, and it I did like the way how they kind of came out of their their, their comfort zone by the end of the film. They yeah. were well out. They was yeah. well Both out. Both of them kind of simultaneous, well simultaneously, and it was almost like. You know her, her turning up at Minnie's house at the end, like that realization. That actually, I need her. Mm. I actually, she's what I need. You mm. know, yes, I've been out of touch with everything. Um, yes, you know, my infidelity's been exposed. You know, my husband's take. But I, I, for me to be relevant and to, I don't want to give up the show. And for me to stay relevant, I need, I need her. Mm. Did, was his name Daniel Tennant? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's something what? else. He, he was. <laughs> who, who is he? Who is he? Um, the actor. Yeah, uh, I'd have to check. I'm not. But yeah, his character yeah, was annoying. I, I found. I found his character very annoying. But just, again, a good representation. But then, but then of, I guess he was supposed to be annoying because yeah. he was almost the exact opposite, opposite. in a different way. Yeah. yeah, not not in an opposite like Mindy was opposite to no. Yeah, but in a different way to Emma Thompson. Yeah, um, yeah. but it, it was. You know, it's, he kind almost, of stood, it's almost like you've got someone who has built this from the ground up, been there at the start, gone through trials and tribulations. This, this, this overnight success guy was going to just come in and... With watered down, yeah, cheap, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you, and you could see the disdain in Emma Thompson that mm. you're getting rid of me for him. Because mm. like, even the joke, did you hear the joke he said about Game of Thrones when he was like, so he's like, oh, I was watching Game of Thrones with my girlfriend last night and he pulls his face and then he says something like, oh, and... um. <laughs> She said something about whipping out nuts. So I whipped out my nuts and then it was like, yeah. that was the, the punch. And she, you could just tell 
the, the anger like you're gonna change so then out of that came another great scene where he's on the show with her yeah. and she t- uses the yeah. crowd to manipulate that's right yeah yeah brilliant, turn, brilliant. It, turn it on oh brilliant. you want me to stay do you yeah, oh yeah, you yeah. really and want me to stay end, you did brilliant. a great job love that brilliant yeah. love that love the that. old hand showing you how it's done man <laughs> but yeah, it. but like I said even though I've given it two stars it's not yeah. to say that I wasn't entertained maybe yeah. it just wasn't my type of comedy that's fair enough two stars me Amari did the uh, overall TMRG Rating lies within your hands today, son. Go true. It was going to be a three-star film. But then, after remembering things about the film. No, it doesn't go up to a five. That's just too far of a leap. Oh. Yeah, it can can get a four. Oh. That's what I like to hear. Wasn't expecting that. No, because you know what? was I. Wasn't expecting that. No, I... I remember watching I it thinking, it go down. same, yeah, same. down the star, not go down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, oh, I'm done. been full of risky ones, did it? It's that bloody Black Mirror episode. Carl's had a talking about at the beginning. Everyone watch that. Do not watch that. But no, the film itself, I realised even when even we're having a discussion now. I realise how actually important it is and it's going to go over a lot of people's heads if they don't watch the film. Mm. It's one of those films where I implore you to watch it for the purpose of understanding the world that you're living in. Mm. Just because it's realism. Mm. And I think, I don't think I'll ever watch the Mindy Project, but if she has an, if Mindy has another film, I do think I'll actually go and watch it and hope that it is in the same vein. Because I know she re- she probably wrote most of the jokes for the film in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So I'm thinking if she's written most of the jokes... And she's got it correct like this. Maybe you can, she, you're expecting more good things uh, yeah, from her corner. Yeah, she can get time of day and and actually cinema time of day and not in your house kind of day. You know, you, know, you, yeah. actually, you actually might actually get out Go of your way. Yeah, 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 because what the, the story, the, the whole storyline was very, it's a very basic storyline, but it's, like executed uh, yeah very, it's, it's very all well. within the dialogue yeah so, trust me and, trust and, me. and this so when I was compared it to Devil Wears Prada for me that was a five star film mm. and I enjoyed it that much and I'm thinking it's not as good as that but it's it's, it's, it's not it's, far off yeah it's not far off so mm. when we've, when thinking about it like that I have to give it give props where it's due that's fine so add up the star ratings from us individually to give Late Night a TMRG star rating of Four stars. What a lovely way to end today's show. I feel like that's the first four star for a long time. <laughs> no, we've been in a little sort of uh, a bit of a suspect period with some of the releases, but nevertheless, we're going to end on that. So that concludes today's show. Going to throw forward now to the next episode, which I am looking forward to. We're going to be reviewing the following three films. Toy Story 4, Child's Play and Brightburn. Carl, what are you looking forward to watch the most? Brightburn, because I know nothing about it. Amari. Gonna see if people die in Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> you evil man. Giles. Child's play, actually. Okay, because of the original? That, and I want to see, uh, can they get it right? It's been a number of years. Mm-hmm. If if they're rebooting something and they if they are going to do like an original story, can they get it right? We're not going to get into it now, no. but what I will ask is very, very quickly, what was your take of the latest It? 
Oh, I turned it off halfway through. Okay, that's interesting. Because that's a point I'm going to make, obviously, after watching it. But Which they make, and they're making a sequel. Oh, and this, you know, they're, I think they're running out. with it. They're yeah, running yeah, with yeah, it yeah. now. They're running with it. Yeah, turned it off halfway through. Interesting. Well, we'll leave that Hello, conversation. Georgie. We'll leave that Hello, conversation Georgie. for the next episode. Drop me out. But until then, make sure you subscribe and get listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. And get in touch with us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all under the TMRG podcast handle. We are those movie reviews. You guys, we out.